calls me from the cold Just when I was alone, feeling short of stable All the chin tins And all she keeps inside is in on the label She says she's ashamed Can she take me for a while? Can I be a friend? We'll forget the past Or maybe I'm not able She drinks champagne dreams Strawberries of her eyes Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. It is episode 81. Two episodes, one week. Okay. Should I have done that like Lil John? Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> it's like a fucking gremlin voice. I don't know what just happened. I'm really apologetic about it. Uh, fun episode this week. I do want to start out by telling you about the new digs. The, the new uh, basement where we're recording, where guests will be here soon. And I also want to tell you about Michigan Comic Con, where we, we are recording a live episode. This is August 16th, 2019. So if you're binging this in the future, it probably already happened. Um, August 16th, 2019. It's 11 p.m. It's at Kobo in Detroit, Michigan. We will be doing a live broadcast uh, with guests who knows who uh we're going to talk about val kilmer and his career because he will be there at michigan comic-con and some other celebrities and music and maybe just some topics from the audience that's right i'm optimistic that there's going to be an audience at all so we will see how that pans out very excited about that and also we're gonna be uh seeing if we can get beer in there that's the real trick but moving on, I want to tell you about this little basement of mine. And I'm going to post pictures, but this is where we're recording from now on. But if I go around the room, just name a few things as we go here. Uh, signed Scream script along with Scream action figures. Sure. Uh, PlayStation 2, a Sega Genesis, a VCR. What? Yeah, that's there. Uh, we have the framed photo of meeting Nev Campbell, because who wouldn't have one of those? There's the beer fridge, the Michigan beer cap sign, as you may remember from the bar previously. I have a ceiling shelf lined with DVDs filled with movies from the 90s and the 2000s and maybe even some before that. Uh, we have our Star Wars posters. And then my new pride and joy is this display cabinet filled with, uh, I'll go shelf for shelf without spending too much time on it. First shelf, uh, Star Wars toys. Yeah. That's right. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff from the re-release in the mid-90s, as well as, uh, uh, yeah, there's a couple 70s and 80s action figures in there as well. Second shelf, uh, second shelf is a, it, it's a, a labor, a love labor of mine. This is all McDonald's Happy Meal toys that I have been able to track down via eBay over the last year, and I'm very excited about it. I mean, we're talking Berenstein Bears, Fraggle Rock, uh, Batman from 89, uh, Muppet Babies, Tiny Toons, good stuff. Um, third shelf, a lot of miscellaneous stuff. Some G.I. Joe, some Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, Micro Machines. There's some Pogs in there. 
There's some mask figures. I know that's 80s, but fuck it. Uh, Venom standing over Spider-Man, which brings us to the fourth shelf, which is all X-Men action figures. Very exciting. So lots of good stuff. Oh, and I almost forgot. I have my starting lineup figure. Do you guys remember these? They're just little like basketball players on stands or baseball players on stands. Dennis Rodman, pre-weirdo status when he was on the Pistons. That's exciting. I have a number of miscellaneous instruments hanging on my wall. I have my community signed, not signed, but my shirt worn by Ben Chang, a.k.a. Ken Jong from Community uh, with Certificate of Authenticity. Eat your heart out. And, you know, some records and some vinyl and some amplifiers and some Game of Thrones banners. You know how it is. I'll, I'll post a picture so you guys can see it. But it is a... Uh, it is freaking phenomenal. I got these coasters I think I talked about on here before that look like little Nintendo cartridges. That is one thing I still need to get as a Nintendo. Got to get my hands on one. I know they make like the ones, so this is stupid, but everybody wants to get those like little express ones that just have a computer in them and there's no cartridges. You just turn it on, like pick a game. I kind of want like a Nintendo, like the cartridges. I want to blow in them so they work, you know, the whole nine yards. I just want that back. Uh, I think that would be way more fun. You know what the only pain in the ass is with controllers that have cords is you can't sit back on the couch. My couch is very far away from my TV. So I have to like sit on a chair or a table that's moved up closer. It's real stupid. Now if I can get my hands on like a wireless Nintendo controller. Ooh, doggy. Let's get into the beer. There's any way because the answer lies in you. They laid to rest before they've known just what to do. Their souls are lost because they could never find what's this Okay, this week we are drinking Mommy Bay Brewing Company Madre Picante. This is brewed with grapefruit habanero and pink Himalayan salt. Yummy. It is 5.6 alcohol by volume and XXIBU. I don't know if that means 20 or if they just don't know. <laughs> um, so I have I have an issue with this beer. This is, uh, this is not the first of this six-pack that I've opened. And I looked it up to make sure it isn't seasoned. So this beer, first of all, they don't put dates on their beer, which obviously you guys know I fucking hate that because I don't know if I'm drinking old shit or not. Lord knows you can't trust a fucking liquor store. But um, this is the this will be the third can of this six pack that I'm opening. And every one of them has exploded and been overly carbonated. And my guess is because it's dated. But from everything I can find online, this is uh, this is the time of year that this beer would be available. So it, there's a chance it's not dated. There's a good amount of sediment in it, though. So maybe it is dated. Either way, it does have a, an interesting flavor to it. I'll go through that here with you. Wait for it to explode in my face here. Just, yeah, already happening. There it is. Stupid fucking crap. I had a whole, like, I had a whole period where I, all the diabolical IPA I would buy from North Peak did the same thing, where it just blows up in your freaking face. And then, you know, it's not going to help when I start pouring it. Yep, yeah, foamy, 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 
Foamy, foamy, foamy. I got half a beer mug. The other half is a carbonation or head, as you may call it. Um, and I'll tell you what. I've podcast about beer, and this is episode 81, so I know how to pour a fucking beer, folks. Uh, you ever had this, though? Where you buy a six-pack, and then you open it, and it explodes. And, like, it's just been sitting there calmly in the fridge. No one's been shaking that shit up or anything. Super fucking annoying. Um, really don't like it. You guys use the disgusting nose grease trick when you have a lot of head in your beer? You know what I'm talking about? For those of you that aren't fucking awful, nasty human beings like myself. Uh, what you do is you rub the folds of your nose <laughs> over in the corner and you get that wonderful face grease that builds up there. And uh, when that grease on your fingers meets the head of the beer, all the bubbles go pop, 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 pop. Just like the uh, corn in a horse's mouth from Half-Baked. Pop, 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 pop. Hopefully you get that reference. And if you don't, I don't know what you were doing in 2000. But I'll tell you what I was doing. I was, I was watching that movie. That's what I was. That's where I was going with that. All right. So we got a full mug here. It's a it's a golden color. It's like an IPA. It's hazy, but I don't know how hazy it's actually supposed to be. Like I said, there's a good amount of sediment in it. You can uh, you can definitely get a little bit of citrus, and maybe even some of the habanero off the off the top of it, off the aroma. See, the problem that takes away some of the flavor is it's so carbonated. You put it in your mouth and it just starts bubbling up. It's almost better to, if you can stir it or shake it, get some of that carbonation out. I'm trying to think if I have something to do that other than with my finger, but I think my finger is going to be what I do it with. That's, there's a lot of that's what she says. If you guys want to go through the episode and find them all, I'll give, a, I'll give somebody a, an award. If they can do that. I'm going to just bang it around here a minute. Oh, yeah. Creating a whole lot of head in this beer. Typically, this does not happen so easily. Let's just talk about explosive beers. What causes beer to explode? Now, in your home brewing, put a little sugar in the bottle, I believe, that creates the alcohol and the carbonation as it you know ferments and breaks up releases the co2 which carbonates the beer i don't know what that process would be like in a brewery setting because i uh am a little stupid when it comes to that i need to start interviewing more breweries but this is uh literally finger banging this beer right now I'm trying to get more carbonation out seems to be working though Wearing my painting shorts, so I just wipe my beer finger right on my painting shorts. They called my painting shorts because they were good shorts, shorts, until I got paint on them, and now they're my painting shorts. Okay, that was a great idea. That tasted way better. So you can definitely get the grapefruit. Uh, that habanero kicks you very, very slightly in the back of your throat. I would like to see a little more habanero in there. Um, the pink Himalayan salt, I'm on the fence about this. I had someone recently kind of go off on a fucking tangent bitching about salt and beer. I didn't know that was such a big thing right now. I'm also not even sure I can taste it. 
because I feel like some, some beers are just naturally salty, um, depending on their ingredients. Especially if you're someone like me and gets a lot of like peanut butter beers. Um, but this, I, I don't really get the salt. Now, this is like, this is a nice little summer Mexican beer. It's got a little kick to it. I think on draft, properly carbonated, it wouldn't be bad. Um, and Mommy Bay, we had them at Camp Anarchy. They have some good beers. I don't know what happened here. Um, but yeah, you know, that'll really ruin it for you. Especially if you're branching off to new things, you'll get something from someone and be like, oh, not great. Especially if it's old and you don't know if it's old because there's no fucking dates on the cans. This has turned into just a tangent about exploding beer and dated cans. So, sorry. I'm going to let you move on. <laughs> you are my prisoner. No, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna keep drinking this and move on and we'll go from there. All right. Kisses. Bye-bye. Alright, this week we are talking about wild things. I was talking with a friend of mine, Ian, that I went to high school with, uh, who just posted our high school senior video on Facebook. Highly recommend watching that. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> we were talking about my love of Nev Campbell and his love of Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And he's like, you must have loved wild things. And then he said, how come you haven't done a wild things podcast episode? And for the life of me, I couldn't give him a good reason. I don't know. How the hell have I not done a Wild Things podcast episode? I've talked about Scream like nine billion times. I mean, that's like my favorite movie, along with a couple others. But seriously, no Wild Things episode. Uh, and I like this movie not only because there's the the three-way scene, which honestly, like looking back on and re-watching it as I did recently, eh, it's fine. Um, and like for the record, pointed this out to many people. They're like, yeah, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell has a no nudity contract at that point in her career and is not naked in that movie. So put your pants away guys. Um, but wild things like the plot and how they play it all out. It's fantastic. It's a great, it's a great movie. It's got a fun story. There's like twists and turns and you never know what's happening um it is written in a way that sometimes frustrates me because there's always an explanation for something and it's really it's like a soap opera like you can kill people off but then you can just fucking bring them back and be like oh actually the doctor that pronounced him dead was actually fucking vanessa and it was all a conspiracy to make make it seem like he died like just it's all stuff like that pisses me off if i think about the plot too much uh, but I think this was done in a, in a fun way, in an exciting way where you're trying to follow it and everyone, this is one of those movies where everyone comes up with theories throughout and then the end you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Uh, it's one of those movies where at the end, Erica would be like, say I knew it. Cause she always tries to call that stuff and she's right sometimes. Um, <laughs> but it's, a, uh, I, I like it. It's a good movie. It's got a great cast. Um, 
Released March 20th, 1998. Had a budget of 20 million, which seems high considering like the three sets they have, but I'm sure a lot of that went into paying the stars themselves. Uh, box office did 56 million, so it didn't do super great. Um, the box office, if you hear about stuff like, uh, like the press that they do to release the movie, that's always like a gigantic, like if you take, I think it's half the budget or some shit. It's how much money they spend on press and promotions. I don't know. Who knows? I think with this movie, they could have just shown like Denise Richards, Matt Dillon, Nev Campbell, have a threesome, go see it in theaters. And people be like, yeah, all right. Fuck yeah, 1998, those three people, not too shabby. Uh, It's the only movie, surprisingly, uh, that Denise Richards is nude in. The only feature film that has Denise Richards nude. Who knew it? I know you might be thinking, but wait, Starship Troopers. But no, that was that other chick. Yeah, crazy stuff. Uh, So Wild Things takes place in Florida, of course. (laughs) Um, and there's, it's, it's a big, you know, they're so casual about some things in this movie. I don't think they can get away with, well, there's a lot of things you can't get away with anymore. Um, I think the word retarded is used a couple times. Their views on sexual assault and rape and how they kind of toy with it is a little fucked up. Um, yeah. And then the things that Matt Dillon does like as a teacher are just simply not allowed now. Like, I don't care what kind of cool teacher you are. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be giving your 17 year old students rides home. That's just setting yourself up for a bad situation. Uh, some fun facts though, that came out of this is before shooting one of the outdoor scenes down near the bayou, down in the glades where the crocodiles and alligators uh, an actual dead body was spotted floating in the rear, uh, the river nearby. So they like, of course, welcome to Florida. Um, maybe they were shooting, uh, Dexter at the same time. Hmm. Hmm. No, that was years later. But, uh, so the, they had to call the police and the police arrived and then like anchored the body to a dock. They're like already dead. So they just fucking tied it off until they were done shooting the scene. <laughs> that's Hollywood, baby. (laughs) That's, that's insane. Oh, I don't want to interrupt your production here. So I'm just going to put this body over here. Just, uh, Hey Frank, tie that body off there next to the rowboat. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Uh, now I did say Nev Campbell was never naked. Um, in case you were wondering, she is naked in the movie, When Will I Be Loved, which came out in 2004 and is currently on the DVD rack behind me. She also apparently does a topless scene in a movie where she is a waitress. What the hell's the name of that movie? I don't remember, but, uh, I also have that. I've yet to watch it. I have a lot of her movies. I like Nev Campbell. Okay. Leave me alone. Um, this is weird. Uh, so right before the threesome scene. Let me refresh your memory if you haven't seen this in a while like me. Well, I have now, but... Uh, Matt Dillon goes to his hotel room, or his motel room, where he's staying because his house got broken into, because Janice Richards' mom's boyfriend is trying to kill him. Anyway. And he notices the windows open. There's muddy footsteps across his room that lead into the bathroom. 
he had just been in an altercation with Denise Richards' character earlier at school. Denise Richards' character, who's accusing him of rape. And then it gets found out that she was lying. Intentions are high, because now he's taking her college fund as a payoff from her mom for the, for the fake lawsuit. There's a lot of layers here. So when he opens the bathroom door and sees the reflection of Denise Richards, he gets scared. He says, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm paraphrasing. And Denise Richards comes out, and she's got a hand out, and it looks like she's holding a gun, and there's a towel over, and you're like, oh my god, she's got a gun. And she says to him, she says, it's time for you to pay. And you say, oh my god, she's about to shoot Matt Dillon. And then she pulls the napkin off, and it's a bottle of champagne. And then they have a threesome. Apparently, in the original script, uh, she wasn't holding a bottle of champagne. She was holding a big dildo, so time for him to pay indeed um i really wish they would have kept that in the in the in the movie so you know who's in this movie that no one talks about and i completely forgot about until i saw i saw him in the credits when i was researching it and then when i watched it i was like oh yeah son of a bitch fucking bill murray (laughs) of all people bill murray is uh matt dillon's lawyer in wild things and he's like (laughs) (laughs) like terrible skeezy lawyer you know who wears a neck brace and he's like i thought the insurance guy was coming around and um he's got a couple funny lines and it's just fantastic and uh it was nice seeing bill murray in that little little bit of film he's only in like 20 minutes of the film but apparently they used his name a lot when they were promoting it uh because why wouldn't you it's fucking bill murray you'd think like Matt Dillon, Kevin Bacon would be enough for the 90s, not to mention Nev Campbell, Denise Richards, but who knows. Um, and then Kevin Bacon's actually, I think he said it was his first movie that he'd produced, so he was executive producer. And like Nev Campbell, he has a no-nude clause. And then if you remember the end of the movie, he hops out of the shower and you're like, hey, it's Kevin Bacon and Kevin's bacon. He calls his penis his bacon. It's very strange. Um, and the joke he tells is like, well, technically I could have sued myself for putting that in there. <laughs> technically, we should all sue you for having to see that Kevin Bacon. Gross. Um, there are a number of deleted scenes. If you have the DVD, uh, I think you need the special edition for the deleted scenes. I bought the Blu-ray, which seems to only have the film, even though it's an unrated version. So it has some of the scenes in it. But you'd have to know what you're looking at to know which ones you're missing or aren't missing or however you want to look at that but there are a number of deleted scenes and cut scenes that explain like a lot more plot holes and character relationships um including that is kevin and matt showering together at the end instead of matt walking in and kevin in the shower so they're you know getting a little gay together and then there's a more in-depth background of uh, matt and what is kelly kelly yeah denise richards is kelly so matt dylan's character i don't remember his name either damn it whatever uh but their character matt and denise richards characters there's a more in-depth background of their relationship and then um in a shocking i'm my own grandpa deleted scene which i'm kind of glad they took out as a movie watcher but 
as a lover of really terrible things in writing, um, there's a part where Susie Nev Campbell's grandma reveals that Susie is actually Kelly's Denise Richards character's aunt. So I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but like Denise Richards dad fucked Susie. I don't, I don't remember how the story goes. If you want to find out, go check out the deleted scenes and cut scenes on the DVD weird stuff but yeah so there's like a level of incest to their relationship too so cool i guess very strange um oh no oh yeah no yeah i can't remember anyway um there are three sequels to this movie there is a wild things two three and four i have not seen them rest assured i have a goal to watch all of them now but as you can guess, they all went straight to DVD, and um, you can pretty much assume they're probably all softcore porn. Uh, we'll see. I'm going to check my Amazon Prime and see what kind of kind of trouble I can get into. <laughs> Needless to say, none of the regular character, or none of the actors from the first one are in the sequels, and I'm sure they didn't buy anything much more than the title. But from what I read, it's all variations of the exact same story, just played by different people. So yeah, obviously I'm going to go see all of those. I'm sure, like, by the fourth one, they're just fucking, and occasionally there's a court scene. Who knows? Um, Wild Things, though, I think it still holds up as a movie. There's nothing too super 90s about it. I think it was right at that cusp near the 2000 mark where... You know, you can get away with a lot of characters and t-shirts and jeans and that sort of thing. And then it ages well. Obviously, there's some cell phone issues, but they do use cell phones in this movie, which is really weird. Uh, one of them's like a Zach Morris phone, but I'm pretty sure I think one of them is like a cell phone cell phone. Which in 98, I mean, Nokia at best, I think, maybe. Crazy. Uh, but check it out. If it's been a while, I highly recommend rewatching it. I think it holds up. Uh, plus you get to see that weird threesome scene. So there you go. And Kevin Bacon's dick, if you're into that. All right, go check it out. You wild thing. Wild thing. A bing bong, chick a bing bong. You know, Let's you know that song. that is going to do it for episode 81 thank you so much for listening thank you very much much obliged much obliged to you i don't know i don't know where these voices are coming from they're coming from inside the house make sure you come on out to detroit nope what's it called uh michigan comic-con on august 16th 2019 at 11 p.m so you can come out a little early check out some of the stuff that's going on there and then stick around for a live broadcasting of modern beers and 90s nostalgia. It's going to be a blast. Or it's going to be 
a fucking disaster. Uh, but I'm excited for that either way. And then I'm heading up north the next day, so screw you guys. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope your summer's going great. Uh, we have a couple more episodes. They're going to be scattered for the rest of the summer, and then we will be back to our normal weekly weekly and i'm just getting so excited for the 90s episodes and i know that sounds redundant but i mean episodes 90 through 99 because each one's gonna feature a year i'm not gonna tell you which year did you figure it out already good because otherwise i'd be really concerned all right i'll talk to you guys soon thank you so much okay okay you wild thing <laughs> bye <laughs>